Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. So today's topic is going to be called blessings. Okay, so before I start, I want to give you guys a mental picture. I like to do that, right? Just so you guys can know where I'm heading. Um, okay, so when God told Moses to uh, help his people get out of Egypt because they were slave for 400 years, God told Moses to take them out and then to go to the promised land. Um, and that promised line was Jerusalem. Now, if you guys know the distance of Jerusalem and Egypt, it's like less than two, uh, weeks apart walking. It's less than two weeks, but God took the Hebrew people through the wilderness and they lasted there for 40 years, not because they got lost, but because God needed to renew their minds, their hearts, their outlooks, their, uh, their hearing, how they accept things, corrections and all that stuff, because they have been enslaved for 400 years. Therefore, they have a type of mentality, not only in themselves, but they pass that down to their children and great-great-children, okay? So God needed to break them away from that slave mentality because the mind is powerful, let me tell you. So God needed to break them away from them and then uh, break it, restore it, and then they could uh, received their promised land, which was Jerusalem, because the Bible describes Jerusalem to be a blessing. It flows with honey. You know what I mean? But if a person's not ready to receive that blessing, they're going to mess it up. If it's not God's timing, if it's not God's way, they're going to mess it up. Desperate people do desperate things that is going to explode in their pretty little faces. So this is why God needed to transform their belief, their morals, their behavior, everything before they give them the blessings. Okay. So this is why God took them the long way. So there's five steps that I myself had to learn because, um, I have desires that God placed in my heart. You have desires that God placed in your heart. However, sometimes our, our desires as you know, don't come as fast as we want or don't come how we want it. Okay. And this is why I decided to speak about blessings. Cause what if God doesn't bless you? Because sometimes God can bless you. You ask him and God will be there for you like less than a week or, or days or God, you ask God. And sometimes blessings take longer. It could take years sometimes. And sometimes our faith starts to, you know, deteriorate because we ask God, God, why are you not blessing me? I've been good and all that stuff. I believe in you. Da, 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 right. Well, sometimes God cares more about your behavior, your character and how you, who you are and how you are than to bless you. Because let's be honest, God is not going to bless anybody just because God's not Santa Claus. God is a God that is going to bless someone who's ready for that blessing because, you know, God's not going to raise spoiled brats. Like, let's be honest. You know, have you ever seen those spoiled brats, how the parents give everything to the child and the child talks back to the parents and then they're very ungrateful. Come on, let's be honest. Those spoiled brats get annoying, right? They're like, oh my God, like, you know, I personally, I'm like parent, come on now. Right. So that's the, how God is. God's not going to bless you on everything. Right. So he, for the reason why he sustains, uh, not sustains, reframes from the, from blessing you is for a reason. Now, I'm going to speak about those reasons because it's something that I had to learn. Now, everybody who knows a bit of my testimony know that in my early 20s, in my 20s, I walked away from God. And in my late 20s and my early 30s, I came back to God full force. Now, in, the, in that gap, God had to correct everything that I created for myself. 
in that gap, I develop habits, way of thinking. I develop, let's be honest, I was negative. I was insecure. I was doubtful. I was double-minded. Uh, I, it was everything that God did not approve of, right? So when I came back to God, I would ask God for my heart desires and I would pray to God, but God didn't give it to me. And sometimes I would get frustrated. I'm like, God, why are you not blessing me? You told me as long as I believe you will bless me. You know what I mean? But God had to break down like he broke the Hebrew people, had to break down my old ways and create a new way of me, right? First, he had to heal me and then create a new me. So that's the process that I had to go through before I received those blessings. And let's be honest, Hebrew people who uh, got to the promised land, the first generation didn't make it. They died because they didn't accept the change. They were still in their old ways. You cannot uh, like a lot of people say, new year, new me. No, it's not a new year just because it was the stroke of 12. No, it's a new year when you re renew the mind. And the mind doesn't get renewed, oh, just one time. No, it's something that you need to do constantly every day. And little by little, the mind starts changing. And so that's why God doesn't, it's not in a hurry to bless you because he's more... He, he cares more about how you think, how you see things and all that stuff. Okay. So let's go jump into it. So one of the reasons why God will stop or uh, not stop, but refrain from blessing me is this. Okay. God blesses you when he knows you're not going to make that blessing an idol. Okay. For example, there's a lot of women out there who ask for, ask God to get married, right? God, I need a man or else I'm not complete or happy, <laughs> right? Let's be honest. There's a lot of women out there behind closed doors that do that, unfortunately, you know, but it's okay. If you feel that way, then more power to you, right? But if God gives you that man, sometimes women and men tend to put that person in a pedestal. No human deserves to be in that pedestal, only God. Okay, so this is why sometimes God doesn't give you that blessing because we make it into an idol. They were like, oh my God, we can't live without it. Yes, you can. You lived without it for so many years and you can live without it if God takes it away. Because God is a God who will give it to you, but he could also take it away. And God will take it, sometimes will pull it away because he needs to get your attention because you're idolizing that person or thing, right? So if God sees that you're not going to idolize that blessing, then by all means, and you always put God in a pedestal that you always know that you know that you always need God, no matter what, in the good times and the bad times. God sees that, all right? So number two, God blesses you when you could be a blessing to others, hence to be fruitful. This is a sign that God sees, uh, wants to see in you that you're not selfish. A lot of people like to be blessed and blessed and blessed. But when God blesses you, it's so you could also be a blessing to others. Because the Bible does talk about to help the hopeless, the needy, and, and uh, the weak, right? Or to encourage others the way you needed to be encouraged. Okay, so God doesn't bless you just so you could be selfish. God blesses you so you could overflow your blessing to others. For example, like if God blesses you with a job that you've been praying for and working hard and he and that and you get extra income in that job. Well, if you give 5% to the community, guess what? You're going to get it back triple the most. Even the worldly people who do not believe in God know this this law. It's probably called law of attraction, right? But I don't know. I think it is, but like Let's put example, uh, Oprah Winfrey or Ellen DeGeneres. They're always giving back. Why? Because they know when they give back to people and bless other people, they're going to get a double fold 
for themselves. That's the that's the thing that God wants. That's why God speaks about uh, uh, paying your tithes, ten, your ten percent, not because to to bless the person, but to see that that blessing of money is not controlling you. That you could release it, and when you release some of your blessing, God will triple that blessing. Because God sees the heart. Trust me, your intentions and everything, God sees it. Okay, so this is why God doesn't want you to be selfish. Don't let the, the blessing control you in any type of way or form. Okay, so the third one, God blesses you so you can multiply that blessing. God is about generations, okay? About, a lot of people like to talk about right now um, family curses, but we don't talk enough about family blessings. You see, there's some good stuff that your family and your parents pass down to you. Okay, but if you're passing down your blessing to your children, your children will multiply that and, and, and pass that blessing to your great grandchildren. Okay, so that's kind of like if, if, if you're blessing them, it's about the future. God is all about family. God cares about your children. God cares about what you're leaving behind, not just for yourself. And when you have that state of mentality of future, because God is all about new, doing new things. The Bible talks about it. God never stays stuck in the past. God never um, says, oh, well, this is it. You're done. No, he's all about blessing you and your family just the way he did with Abraham. Okay. He passed on down that blessing to his children and then to the uh, other children. All right. So God cares about all that. Be fruitful and to multiply. Okay. The fourth one. God blesses you when he knows you can sustain that blessing and not take it for granted. This is a tough one because I'm going to give you guys an example. Uh, back then when I used to be very broke, um, I could only afford to rent a room from my uh, friend's house. And I was so broke that I couldn't afford that anymore that I had to move into my mom's house. And I was living in the garage. My mom made that room, that garage into a room. And in that room, I didn't have a restroom, okay, that I had to leave the my room to go to the restroom and it sucks in the middle of the night you know what i mean that you have to get out of the room and then go to the restroom so when i pray for this house that i have now i have my restroom right next to my room and for a lot of people it might be something small but for me it's something big because for me that's a huge blessing that i cannot take for granted and sometimes we do be like oh i have to clean the whole house well don't do that once i start when i feel that like i'm thinking that way i correct myself real quick. And I said, remember how much you prayed for this house? So, so be grateful that you have a house to clean because a lot of people will love to have this house. You know what I mean? Don't take things for granted that God gives you. Take care of it. Because um, I know a lot of people can say, well, it's just material stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's material stuff. But as long as you have it, you have to take care of it. You have to respect it. Why? Because God gave it to you. And, and you know why? Because people don't understand how much I how much I worked, how much the effort and energy that I had to put in to get this house. So of course I'm going to respect it. Of course I'm going to take care of it. Not only for the hard work that I had to put in, but because God blessed me with it. Kind of like uh, the earth. A lot of Christians like to be, it's just earth, like it's going to deteriorate. Yes, I know what the ending is going to be like. I read the book of Revelations, by all means, relax. But God created this earth, so I have to respect it. That's why I don't understand why I see people disrespecting each other. It's like God created our human, our humankind. Why are we not respecting each other if God, if, if God created it? Especially when I see Christians, you know what I mean, talking down to an uh 
to uh, a different politics or, you know what I mean, feeling like they're all high and mighty with an unbeliever. No, 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 no. You respect everybody because that's what God created. If you cannot respect it, it's like you're telling God, well, I don't care what you did. You know what I mean? And you're peeing on it. No, you respect what God creates and you respect what God gives you and you take care of it and you are grateful for it. Don't analyze it, but you respect it. Okay. So a lot of people, like a lot of people don't like, it's uh, like when it comes to relationship, they don't know what they have until they lost it. Don't be one of those people. Realize what you have right there and then and appreciate what you have it and work to sustain it. Because God can easily bless you, but can easily take it away, that blessing. Don't fall into that, oh man, what if, damn, and that regret. No, don't fall for that trap. Be grateful when you have it and sustain it. A lot of people um, want to be famous and they want to go up the ladder, but they never prepare themselves when they are up in there. A lot of people lose their, their money and the fame because they don't know how to sustain it. This is why sometimes God doesn't give you a blessing because if you don't know how to sustain that blessing, you're going to mess it up and you're going to lose it. That's why God wants you to be wise in how to sustain it. That's the hard part. Like a lot of people can lose weight and lose the weight, lose the weight. And then when they finally reach the goal, they gain back the weight because they never prepared themselves in how to keep the weight leveled, balanced. And that's something that is hard. It's hard to do. But when, it's, when you learn how to sustain it, you'll be able to keep it. Okay? Okay, so the fifth one. God blesses you when he knows you're not going to bring, uh, I'm sorry, let me read that again. God blesses you when he knows you're going to bring God the honor and not puff up yourself. Okay, so there's, uh, everybody knows that Apostle Paul had a thorn and nobody understood what that was. And God kept that thorn in Apostle Paul because Apostle Paul was a very wise man, a very respectable man, especially in the end of his times. Like he was super intelligent. Like he knew how to speak to a believer and a non-believer, right? He knew how to be, but God had to humble him in that thorn because we are human. We are not perfect. We tend to puff up ourselves and God always wants us to be humble and say, it's you, God. I've learned. I learned to, when God blesses me, I've learned to give him all the glory. Yeah, I worked for it, but God gave me the strength to do it. God gave me the wisdom and how to do it. So I cannot take the full credit. It was a teamwork. And God always opened that door when I was ready. Okay? So it's not only about I did it, but it was God. And I want to jump into this because a lot of people like to speak up regarding about this. I manifested. Be careful when you speak that way, because when you say I manifested, you're taking the glory and that brings pride and that makes you not need God and God wants you to need him. But if you're going to say that you did it, then you're not giving God the glory. Now I'm speaking to believers because let's be honest, unbelievers who don't believe in God are blessed. But guess what? The, the devil himself blesses people so you will not depend on God at all. So he will want to keep you there. So that type of mentality is very tricky, very tricky because it's not true. I'm sorry. 
if you believe in that by all means believe it this is not this this ending part is not for you but this is for the christians who try to mix the world's way of view and the bible together you need to stop that okay you do not manifest anything you're not magneto you don't have those superpowers i'm sorry to break it down to you Okay, you have powers against darkness and principalities, meaning the dark forces, Satan, the devil. That's what you have power over when you use the word of God against them. Not when you use your own type of word of thinking. The devil will laugh at your face. No, when you use the word against Satan, that's when you defeat it. When you don't bow to Satan and fall for the traps and, and, and everything that he lays out for you, that's when you defeat it. But the, other than that, you cannot create something for yourself. You cannot manifest a house, a husband. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to manifest. I'm going to be 50 pounds less. Uh, guess what? I'm still overweight. You don't manifest anything. You don't have that superpower. You could ask God, God, can you help me how to eat? Can you give me the strength and the discipline how to work out? And God will give you those tools. But I'm not going to do it by myself. I will always fall back. You know what I mean? If you ask God to help you, he will. But that's when you humble yourself. Okay, that was God. That wasn't me. Okay? So that's something that is very tricky. Or that you ask the universe. Okay, God created the universe, but there's no power in the universe. Okay? Just kind of like, kind of like God created humans. We have life, but we have no power. Just the same way with the earth. The earth has life, like the trees, the plants, and everything, but it has no power. It is God that has the power. It's just God is the one that's sustaining the life in the earth and in the human, not, not by itself. That's what a lot of people get confused. And that's why your blessings sometimes are stalled because you're giving everything else the glory except God where it's due. Okay. So those are the five things that I had to learn and I'm still learning because I'm never going to figure God out. I'm never going to say, oh, I know God now. No. God will always trip me out on this, but this is something that I had to learn regarding blessings, not miracles. Miracles is a whole different thing. Miracles is kind of like in an instant type of thing, but this is blessings because sometimes we ask for a blessing and you know what? Sometimes it takes longer. And the reason why it takes longer, like I said earlier, is because God is preparing you for that blessing. And if you're not ready for the blessing, you're going to mess it up. And that's why God wants you to be ready, because if you're not ready, you're going to prolong the blessing. But once you're ready and he sees you using these five uh, pointers, he's going to see that humble heart, that hard work and that grateful, that grateful heart that you're like, thank you, God. And that humbleness and that will, uh, willingness that working as a team, God will always be like, all right, she's ready. Let's do this. Let's give it to her. Right. So always remember that now regarding another type of blessing, which is. Why don't I get always what I want? Well, because sometimes God is really looking out for you because God knows the future. So I kn he knows what's going to that blessing can that thing, that blessing, that thing that you want can do to you and be against you. And sometimes God doesn't give you that person as a partner, as a friend, as a lover, as, as a family, whatever it is. God sometimes removes or doesn't let that person in your life because they know their intentions. God knows all humans. Okay. God created each and one of us. He knows what people are thinking about you, speaking about you, how they look at you and what they're going to do to you later on in the future. Cause God knows their character just the way he knows your character and he knows what hurts you, what makes you happy. God knows you better than you know yourself. So God knows what you really need. 
not what you want. Because sometimes we want what we want. And then when we get it, we're like, ah, this is not good for the soul. This is not good for the mind. Like if you guys see a lot of people out there that, oh, I want to get married, like I said earlier, and then they get married. And guess what? The high rate of divorces is so high. You guys never ask yourself why? Because they're living in the moment that I want, that I want, that I want this guy, I want this girl. And then when they get that person, it screws them over. So you, this is why God sometimes doesn't allow things to uh, happen or doors not to open or people not to come into your life. And when that stuff happens, you need to say, God, thank you. Thank you for not letting that happen. Thank you for not letting that person into my life because I thought I wanted, but now I see that's not what I needed. I've learned from personal experience. And this is why I'm telling you guys, I don't speak just to speak. You know what I mean? I speak because I know what I'm speaking about. I've lived through it. I experienced it. I learned and I conquered. This is why I'm, I'm letting you guys know regarding blessings. God wants to bless you. Trust me. He wants to show off. He loves you. He wants the best for you. But sometimes we're not ready or sometimes we're asking for the wrong things. And, some and that's why God either withholds the blessing or doesn't give you exactly what you want. And I know sometimes we fear. I know I have fear. Like, what if I don't like what you give me? Why didn't you give me what I wanted? You know what I mean? Like, don't you want me to be happy, God? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? But God always showed me that he always has best for me. God's not limited. He's not going to run out of sources. Oh, what am I going to do now? I have nothing else. No. God is the God Almighty. He's the Jehovah Nisi. Like, he's the God who created this earth. Of course he could bless you. He's the one that opened the sea for all those people and closed the mouth of the lions. Like, come on now. God is not going to run out of sources. God is not limited with his blessings. He's going to give you the best because you trust him and you believe in him. He's going to give you the best. I'm speaking from personal experience. He's going to give you the best at the right time. Okay. So always remember that. Ugh, sorry that I got to preach it, but I just want everybody to know that God is looking out for you. And God knows what's best for you. And God is also preparing you. And it all starts with the mind. Okay? So this is your girl, Lady Rose. I hope you enjoy this podcast, this episode. And uh, yeah, this is a good one to end the year of 2021. It's going to be a New Year's in a couple of days, in a couple of weeks. And let's start it right. And you start it right when you end it right. So my conclusion is this. I encourage you to look up Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. God hurt you. Seek and you will find. Ask and he will be heard. Okay? Remember that. God hears you. And look up Philippians 4, 6. It tells you the steps after you ask him what to do next. is to praise him and believe. And look up Luke 12, 48. Much is given. Much is required. That's why I'm telling you. You need to be ready. All right, guys, this is your girl, Lita Rose. I'm out. Stay blessed and be blessed.